From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus North Carolina news brief for Monday, July 6th, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Here's the latest from WREL.com. The North Carolina Attorney General has warned against a spate of scammers posing as coronavirus contact tracers. Seeking to exploit fear around the pandemic, scammers are sending false messages and calls, telling people they've been in contact with someone who has the coronavirus and insisting they need to provide personal information or money for the contact tracing process. False websites advertising jobs for people to become a contact tracer may also ask for your personal information. There are even scammers marketing fake or unapproved antibody tests that will produce false results in order to obtain personal and insurance information. Attorney General Josh Stein said the state has received hundreds of complaints during the pandemic, but the problem is finding the scammers, saying, quote, our number one defense against scams is consumer education. Stein says legitimate contact tracers will be from your local health department, not third-party companies, and they will never ask for money. Complaints of scams in North Carolina have been skyrocketing since the coronavirus pandemic began, according to North Carolina authorities. The Federal Bureau of Investigations warns that since more people are staying at home, particularly children home from school, people are more vulnerable to scammers, including robocallers, which are recorded messages that may sound official but aren't. Stein says some examples of what robocallers might sound like include someone claiming to be your insurance company, someone claiming to be the IRS, someone impersonating your bank, or anyone who can impersonate an official to trick you into giving up your personal or private information. The attorney general urged North Carolinians to, quote, be skeptical. Do not give over your personal information. If you're confused, ask somebody you know and trust. This Wednesday, Stein will host an online webinar on how to protect yourself from robocallers and scammers during the coronavirus pandemic. Starting this week, North Carolina will begin testing everyone who works or lives in private skilled nursing facilities for COVID-19. Nursing homes are hotspots for COVID outbreaks in North Carolina and across the country. The state updates coronavirus data weekly from congregate living settings, which include nursing homes, residential care facilities, and correctional facilities. Through June 26, 8,605 confirmed cases of the virus and 767 deaths out of the over 1,300 total were recorded in those facilities. 80% of those who have died of coronavirus in North Carolina have been over the age of 65. To prevent more outbreaks, the state is working with CVS to provide over 60,000 tests in over 400 nursing homes across North Carolina. Before, testing was only done if a facility had a positive test, but now all centers will be tested regardless. This will help the state identify positive cases earlier and better determine additional infection prevention and control measures necessary to contain the spread. Officials said the tests should all be completed by September 1st. Last week, the Wake County School Board voted to bring students back to classrooms one week out of every three this fall. But for parents and teachers, many questions remain. The board voted unanimously Thursday in favor of dividing students into three groups, each group spending one week in class at school and two weeks at home with online instruction. Superintendent Kathy Moore acknowledged that plan is complex and said the vote came six weeks before the school year starts for most to give families time to prepare. Among the questions is how students will be equipped for online learning. Not every family has a computer or tablet, and not every home has high-speed internet access. Earlier this year, buses equipped with Wi-Fi hotspots were dispatched to other areas of the state to help bridge the digital divide. But in Wake County, plans for accessibility come fall remain unclear. 
Other aspects of the district's plan include screenings, both at home and at school, limited number of students on each school bus where everyone will be required to wear masks, and altering traffic flow in school hallways and classrooms to promote social distancing. Multi-track year-round schools would all shift to a track four schedule. The school district will also roll out the Wake County Public School System Virtual Academy for students to go completely online, even if the district resumes in-person instruction. Students who opt for the Virtual Academy would be required to enroll for a minimum of one semester, but they would still be allowed to participate in extracurricular activities at school. Friday night, Cassandra Watson, president of the Wake County PTA Council, released a statement in regards to reopening schools, saying in part, quote, The Wake County PTA Council recognizes and appreciates the many hours of work that the Wake County public school system has put into creating a return-to-school plan that gives parents a choice and provides details for keeping children safe amid the COVID crisis. This has been your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Monday, July 6, 2020. As always, if you like the news and information you get from this podcast, let us know. Leave a rating and review wherever it is you listen. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.